0: Welcome to Conversations with Leaders. My name is Miriam McLemore and I'm an enterprise strategist with AWS. I am thrilled today to have the opportunity to speak with Bryson Kaylor. Bryson is the CTO of Equifax. Bryson, welcome.
1: It's so great to be here. Good to see you.
0: Yeah, so good to see you. Hey, Bryson, could you give us a little bit of your background and your role at Equifax?
1: So I'm a geek at heart. I have <laughs> loved technology since I was eight years old and have you know, really spent my career helping companies leverage technology to transform who they are, how they work uh, and achieve better outcomes. And uh, my role at Equifax as the CTO is I lead our technology and product organizations um, and look after all of the things that we're doing across our landscape of technology and all of our products globally to help Equifax continue its journey forward.
0: Now you joined Equifax. What, 2018?
1: I joined in 2018, so I've been here three years.
0: Great. So you joined it kind of. Uh, I'm an Atlanta native. Kind of a tough time for Equifax. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: So I love hard problems. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as, as good engineers do. The harder the problem, the more exciting. Um, I joined shortly after uh, Mark Begor, our CEO, joined, and uh, you know, signed up to help reinvent the company um, and really bring back trust to our customers um, and to our consumers to make sure that people would entrust their most precious data with Equifax because we are a data company and we are a decision intelligence company. And so if we don't have trust in terms of how we collect data, how we store data, how there's the right permissible use on data and how that governance trail follows data end to end, then we won't be able to continue to solve and make better decisions you know, with our customers. And so that's why I joined, was to help use technology to put Equifax on that track.
0: Now, not all of our listeners may know the the issue that Equifax experienced, that so many companies have experienced. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Equifax experienced, uh, experienced a data security breach um, by a state actor, um, and so it was a very sophisticated, uh, you know, attack on the company that really helped galvanize the company around a transformation of itself, uh, how it operated, how it thought about technology, but not just technology, the culture, the people, our products, you know, really the full end-to-end working of how Equifax operated.
0: Yeah, and I've read a little bit of, of the story, and it's a fantastic story in a very short period of time, you guys have truly transformed. <laughs>
1: Never waste a good crisis,
0: right? <laughs> I, I um, love that.
1: You know, I think we, we had a, a galvanizing moment. You know, I think if you're, as a technology leader, when you look at wanting to transform a company, you might sometimes spend a long time building support for why should we transform? Right. Hey, Bryson, why should we invest? Do we really need to transform? You know, aren't, aren't things going along quite well? Can't you squeeze another year out of that solution? <laughs> do we really have to do that now? You know, when you come out of an incident, it really takes those decisions you know, off the table. You know, the, the, the mission is clear. The execution, the focus, uh, you know, from our board to our senior leadership team, all the way through the company, we didn't have to spend a lot of time debating whether or not we needed to do something. It was really the focus on how quickly could we get it done.
0: Now, you do probably have choices, though, on you you guys have gone aggressively toward cloud. Yes. But you could have just, you know, kind of hold up and invested internally. So
1: when I arrived, we had a stated course of patching to currency. Right. right? Just making sure we got our systems to the right level of of maintenance. Um, And, you know, my reflection working with Mark and the rest of the senior leadership team was, that that was really missing an opportunity to set Equifax up for a sustainable future. You know it's one thing to invest to get to where you need to be, but it's another thing to make sure you're setting the company up for sustainability. You know the cloud really enables an evergreen mindset of always being current and really changing the culture to embrace a destroy and deploy mindset so that you're always on the latest. And that really would set the company up, not for just getting good at a moment in time, but staying good. You know, we wanted to be a leader in security. Um, And to do that, to be a leader in security, you have to be making sure that the engineering practices, the discipline that you put in place, the repeatability of your uh, software engineering, the deployment, you have to bake that in. And you can't bolt it on to the end. Um, And then further, the opportunity for us to really rethink our data, to really be able to bring our data together, to remove some of the constraints that a legacy mindset will hold. Um, Being able to bring that data together, leveraging the infinite horizontal scalability that public cloud provides, gives us the ability now to bring our data together, leverage best of breed encryption capabilities, leverage the compute capabilities of cloud to really provide an end-to-end view of data governance and solve problems that we couldn't solve in the old way. And that cloud-native mindset was not a lift and shift. It was not a let's go take all of the silos of things we have and just move its hosting location from, you know, a legacy on-prem data center to cloud. It was really a mindset that said we really need to rethink who we are and rebuild. And And we've done that. Um, we have about two applications that we decommission for every one application we've rebuilt, which shows you that product rationalization mindset that we've been able to achieve as we go through this. So every time we rebuild an application, we're able to shut two down. That's led to being able to shut down 12 data centers so far, which really continues to help us on that journey of kind of getting rid of the old, not just moving it, but getting rid of it and rebuilding in a cloud native mindset.
0: Yeah, I saw a quote in one of y'all's uh, uh, descriptions of the Equifax cloud that said, you no, know, <clears throat> putting a car in a racetrack does not make it a race car. and I, Putting an application in a, in a cloud provider or a public cloud does not I make think, it cloud native. I love that.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's a real trap, right? Because yeah. the benefit of the cloud to really be able to always be on, you know, and, and really build in engineering that expects failure, where you're really now leveraging multi-availability zones, multi-regions, expecting failure, baking that into how you work. Old legacy applications aren't built for that. You've got to rebuild. And so when you move to the cloud, if you just lift and shift, you usually end up with a less performing application, uh, higher cost than than, than you would (laughs) have had uh, otherwise. Um, It's just not a good outcome. Um, but you've got to take the time to really do that cloud native work. And that's why when you hear Equifax talk about our cloud journey.
0: I also hear you guys describe yourselves as a data analytics and technology company. That's also a transformation.
1: It is. We were, um, we thought about ourselves as a data and analytics company. And I wanted us to add technology to that mindset. And it wasn't because it really was to change so much of who we were. We always had technology. It was mostly around the culture. Technology companies have a different culture. They're constantly thinking about continuous integration, continuous deployment, iterative, quick, fast-paced cultures where we can really embrace that whole mindset. Because going to the cloud is as much about the people as it is the technology. And In fact, it's probably more about the people than technology. And so being able to think like a technology company, act like a technology company was really important as much internally as externally. You know, we want to be seen as a technology company because fundamentally we always have been, um, but we needed to make sure that we recognized that a technology company doesn't think about projects they think about products.
0: Absolutely, now your customers are probably in lots of different places as far as their adoption of technology. What are you guys doing to help your customers on this journey so they can leverage all the new products that you are able to deliver to them? You
1: know, so we, we are a highly regulated business and as mm-hmm. we started this journey, it took a lot of conversations around how we would be better off doing this migration into public cloud then we would be staying on-prem, building that trust, and that was through a lot of very technical, detailed architectural conversations, um, a lot of you know show and tell, and then yeah. prove. Yeah. Um, and you know that turned from I think disbelief in some cases to invitations to come back to help. So it turned from Bryson, we're not really sure to hey, could you and your team come back? because we now believe we're behind on our journey and you guys are ahead, could you help us? And that was really inspiring for the team because you know you went from kind of feeling like maybe we were behind to right. now we were being respected by our customers as leaders yeah. and being invited to help them on their journey. And, and in some cases, help them catch up. And that was, that was really inspiring for the team.
0: Well, and it's terrific as, as someone who spends her day talking to customers about the journey to cloud and and how you accomplish that. Yeah. I think having a leader and a, a case study like you build at Equifax is so important, particularly to financial services, but to so many companies.
1: So there's a lot of great companies that leverage the cloud, but I think Equifax is in a different league with the fact that we're a global company. We're highly regulated by regulators and That is a different technical challenge to solve. And I think as we have solved that with close to 90,000 customers migrating so far and every day putting new workloads on and migrating those revenue streams over, giving us 12 data centers that we've shut down so far of our legacy estate, that builds confidence in the financial services industry and beyond that the cloud really is the place to solve their most difficult technical challenges.
0: So, you know, you're now kind of there What can you do today for customers that was very challenging to do before? If you were going to, you know, sell this into a customer and say, "Okay, now we can.
1: Yeah. So we're we've still got some final mile work to do, but we've seen uh, record uh, new product innovations and launches uh, as a company. You know, we launched more new products last year, even with everything going on in the world than at any point in Equifax's history. Um, ever. Um, And I think that's fantastic. And I think that's a testament to the speed of innovation that the cloud enables. So instead of asking Equifax, hey Equifax, what do you know about Bryson? I and getting lots of different answers. Right. I can now respond back with a complete 360 view. And so our teams in Australia, the teams here in the US, you know, have launched new innovative reports and scores and capabilities, whether those are through traditional delivery mechanisms or through APIs, that give that 360 view. That's really bringing a bunch of attributes about me together in the right use at the right time with the right governance at the right speed that we couldn't do before. And now we're being, we're able to innovate. You know, we're doing 160-ish, maybe 165 production builds a day across Equifax. So, if you think about that kind of CI CD pipeline.
0: Wait, from,
1: from maybe one a week, maybe, maybe. Right. Right. So, one a week to 160 plus a day. Okay, right. Massive uh, velocity Im- improvements. And I think we're just getting started on that. And that, that helps us, as, as you know, to lower risk, yep. um, and improve customer satisfaction, uh, and keep us safer. Because every time we deploy, being on the latest image, being on the latest build, leveraging the latest. Right. That's all a part of building security in versus bolting it on. And so all of those things demonstrate things we, we weren't able to easily do before.
0: Now, that also was a massive technology change, but cultural change, Yeah, right? Because there were people that I'm sure that were used to getting a report a certain way or having something work a certain way. How did you go down the cultural? Transformation.
1: So I, I think that this is more of a people journey than it is a technology one. You know, with, with partners like Amazon, um, you know, we don't have to build or invent a lot of technology, right. right? Like we're not inventing a lot of technology. We're inventing ways to use the technology, inventing right. ways to leverage the capabilities. We're unique in how we have stitched things together, how we've thought about deploying that in a highly automated, secure way. That's all true. But it we it enabled us to turn our attention to the people side, you know. So we're a large technology and product organization, you know. FTEs and contractors around the world, um, you know. we we're, we were over eighty five hundred uh, at the peak of our transformation. That's a lot of people to make sure that we're aligned on where we're going. Yep. Uh, and so we built an engineering handbook, which was basically our, um, you know, bible around what we believed, our philosophy around technology, our philosophy around the processes. And you know, all of our uh, people l- read it, we take a test on it, we make sure that we're living by it, um, we grade ourselves on how well teams are, are living by it. Uh, we've got over 750 cloud certified uh, engineers now at Equifax, right. uh, which is fantastic. Yeah, um, And we've uh, refreshed you know, a good portion of the team as well, um, bringing in new mindset, where, you know, people who have done this before right. can help teach, you know, those who haven't. And, you know, as a leader, I always say, I, I look for three things. One, I or to do three things. One, I want you to love what you do. Yeah. Two, I want to set you up for success. And three, I want to make you more employable. And right. part of making you more employable was teaching you the skills. And the technology skills of cloud are not just the technical skills. It's the way of working.
0: So, Bryce, and you were sharing your cloud journey. And, you know, there's a lot of ways to adopt cloud or, or kind of adopt cloud. Mm-hmm. And you guys chose to go cloud native. Can you talk to us about the decision process you went through? And
1: Yes, absolutely. I think it's a really important topic because, you know, there's so much talk about cloud. And what does that <laughs> really mean? Um, and you could certainly leverage cloud as a different place to host your applications. Right. Right, um, Or you could adopt cloud as a mindset, as a way of life. And I think when you think about the companies that we're competing with, right, especially in the FinTech space, the startup, the agile, nimble players, yeah. they're building from the ground up as cloud native. They don't have legacy baggage. They're right. not stuck in an old and new world. They're just in new. And so if we want to be nimble, If we want to embrace and then receive all of the benefits that cloud provides, we can't half do it. If we end up in a hybrid world, we're not really gonna be able to take advantage of all of the benefits that cloud provides. You know, cloud provides the concept of availability zones or regions, uh, infinite horizontal scalability, consistency of infrastructure, the ability for me to treat infrastructure as code, Right. The ability for me to spin up and spin down environments without having to worry about you know utilization, um, yeah. I'm paying somebody else to worry about all of that. If I'm in a legacy hybrid world, I don't have consistency of infrastructure. I have I have a lot of different generations of equipment that I'm dealing with that doesn't give me full automation you know autonomy around the world. And so if I'm stuck in a hybrid mindset, I'm not really going to to optimize on anything. I'm gonna spend all of my time trying to get it to work. Okay. And that really, I think, holds back companies from really seeing the full benefits of cloud. And so for Equifax, going into a full cloud native rebuild, that was an opportunity for us to leapfrog the competition. That was an opportunity for us to really you know, put to rest all of our legacy infrastructure, because I don't believe you can really optimize and you can truly be nimble, and you can truly have a blue-green deployment mindset on a global basis with consistency, with a destroy and deploy mindset where the teams are really free to operate at speed if you're dealing with legacy data centers and public cloud in the same deployment pattern.
0: And so you and I as technologists understand that, but not all of your leadership peers maybe have the depth of understanding of some of those benefits. How right. do you talk to your peers? and
1: oh, great question. Kind of get them. Yeah, I think, so one, I think that in this day and age, uh, most companies are technology companies. Yeah. And they, or they need to at least think of themselves as technology companies. And that means that most executives need to be somewhat technical. And so I view part of my job of making sure that there's a level of technical you know, understanding yeah, across yeah. the entire senior leadership team and across all of our teams. You know, you, you can't be yeah. successful today and say, I'm not technical. You right. don't get that pass. And delegate no, it nobody gets that pass. We all have to have, now, not everybody needs to know how to code, right. <laughs> but we need a level of technical. And, and some of that is on the CIO or the CTO to spend time mm-hmm. and whiteboard it out and explain it. In common English. language that, that people <laughs> Very, can understand, yeah. because you can't uh, be a technology company, and that means that. Well, I guess that means everybody needs to report to technology. Yeah, that doesn't. That's not. That's not real. Right. We all need to work together. We're all part of the same team. And so, how we think about product, how we think about sales, how we think about marketing. I need my finance partners to understand unit cost management. I mean, you can go across the entire company and realize that if the village comes along, the technology investments are gonna have a greater ROI than if technology is just off doing it by themselves. So I really believe that the CTO or the CIO's role is to make sure that the entire C-suite is really understanding why we're doing what we're doing, what cloud native really is, why cloud native is a better solution, and make sure that we can all talk like
0: technologists. I love that. Bryson, thank you so much for spending time with us today and your insights.
1: You bet, it was great to see you.
0: Great to see you.